Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the Best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Yo, welcome in on a New Year's Eve. Yes, we are live. You hear that? Yes. It is the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio, a funky flashback Friday. We will do it live, Bill. Rob Parker, along with Martin Weiss, in for Chris Broussard. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live! We will, Bill. And what a show we have for you today. Of course, college football playoffs underway. One down, another game to go. No surprise for me. We'll uh, talk about that. we got some NFL stuff to talk about as well as the season winds down. And it was also a sad day today. Betty White, the last golden girl, passed away at age 99, about two weeks away from her 100th birthday, a real icon. You know how special the golden girls are to me? And uh, we will have a tribute later on in the show for Betty White, a true television icon whose first show was literally in like 1947 when television started. That's how long ago she's been on television. From the beginning. So, yep, the very, very beginning, Martin Weiss. And Betty White gone at 99, but will never, ever be forgotten. Let's welcome in Mr. Martin Weiss. How are you, Martin? I'm doing well, Rob. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. My stomach is a little tight. I'm not sure if it was the burrito pre-show or if it's the fact that Michigan is kicking off in the biggest game of my personal Michigan fandom career so far. Yes, for people who don't know, Martian gave uh, all his shekels to Michigan. He has a sheepskin from Michigan. Uh, He does have another one from USC, which is pretty impressive. But the one from Michigan will do for now. So he's a little excited about that game. But uh, let's welcome in the Odd Couple crew because we wouldn't be able to do this fine radio show without them. Alex Teichert is our engineer. And we are playing Teichert's Tower of Trivia tonight. That's I'm excited nice, for that, honestly. A New Year's Eve edition. You know, Alex, if it's a holiday, Alex is working. So is Steve DeSager, who's on the update desk. And yours truly, the three of us, Rob if it's a holiday, Parker. we're working. And Bo is our producer. Bo and I worked this morning with uh, TJ Hushmanzada. We did the Dan Patrick show. So hey, I Bo know that and guy. I, a doubleheader. Uh, Alex, a doubleheader. He was on the lot, right? today that's right i was with the herd all week that's right so uh martin we are ready to go and uh before we even talk about let's talk about what just transpired uh cincinnati alabama i heard a lot of people him and Horn. we had a guy on this morning and i asked him to give me a prediction he was like uh uh well uh i think cincinnati will keep it close uh uh six and a half yards a carry 300 yards on the ground yeah, I mean, keep come on, they, this keep game, it close. I will say, I had a once. 
it didn't. It did seem like Cincinnati. I don't want to say they didn't feel like they didn't deserve to be here. I don't feel like it got out of hand really until the fourth quarter. In the first half, I felt like they were competing, and through the third quarter, I felt like they did were. Did you competing ever think the they game. were going to win the game while Alabama's getting six and a half yards of carry? No, I didn't okay. think they were going That's, to win. But I don't think like that. But I don't think that anybody's going to beat Alabama this year. But but here's my thing, Martin. I I think the powers that be secretly. Obviously, they want Alabama to be in a championship, okay? And I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I lived there for two years. I worked at the Cincinnati Inquirer. It's a great town. But, but they want Alabama in the championship, okay? It would have been a hell of a college football story had Cincinnati upset Alabama. But they want the Blue Bloods. They want the big guys in the big game. And deep down, Martin, I do feel like the powers that be – are happy. I'm like, see, you got what you wanted. You got your Cincinnati. Well, I'll say this. You're traditionalist. I don't know if you want to say the powers at B in terms of, I can't imagine. Are you alleging there's some big college football conspiracy to ensure that this game was, okay, so what what are we saying? What are the powers at B? The powers at B who had to give in to be like, okay, we're putting in this uh, Cincinnati because they were undefeated and people would be crying bloody murder if they didn't get their chance and they got their chance. So now down the road, when it, uh, another school of this ilk, Cincinnati, they can go, come on, we're not doing it. We saw what happened the last time we let one of these schools, and, and thank God it wasn't 56 to nothing. It wasn't going to be that. Cincinnati was 13-0. and They weren't going to get blown out. But when you give up six and a half yards of carry, you're not winning many football games, if any. You just aren't. Well, no, I mean, obviously, uh, that's why Alabama won pretty handily. But I think the overarching point was, of this football season, does Cincinnati, did they deserve to be in the college football playoff? Did they deserve, had they earned it? Did they? And I feel like today, they don't have anything to really hang their heads on. I think they got beaten by a better team, but... I think this would have happened to the fourth best team in college football, regardless of who it was. Whoever was going to play Alabama leading into the college football playoff with all the time for Nick Saban to prepare, this is the outcome. If it's if it's if it's Cincinnati, this is the outcome. If it's any, I think if it's any of the other teams that are in the playoff right now, especially for the first game of the playoff. Yeah, I get that, but the point is, then you could go with some of the other bigger schools who can lose to Alabama as well. That's that's all I'm saying. And this was a unique year because they were undefeated. I mean, they were undefeated, and they were the fourth seed. Everybody else had a loss, but they were the fourth seed. And, I, right? and to me, but to me, if you don't reward going undefeated with an idea, like then what's the point of all of this, right? <laughs> like, if you uh, the point of all of this is having the big schools making as much money and getting as big ratings as you can. I mean, that let's let's just keep it real. It's not that that if if Cincinnati would have won, it would have been a great story, and college football would have had to embrace it, and then people would have perked up and said, Cincinnati beat Alabama? What? You know what I mean? It would have been a huge story. So, I mean, they would have taken it. But I'm just saying it it just, to me, gives another example of, you know, we've been waiting for the mid-major to win in the basketball uh, um, uh, March Madness. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, mid-major. Still waiting. Still waiting. They haven't broken through. Sure, they've been to the championship game. Sure, they've won some big games. Still haven't won a championship. And until we get a Cincinnati-like team beating an Alabama, then I think people will change some of their minds. 
Well, that's the only way that it can happen. If it's, uh, the only way a Cincinnati-like team can beat an Alabama-like team is if when tw- Cincinnati goes 12-0, and you reward them and put them in the college football playoff. That's the only way that it can happen. And it's not like Cincinnati didn't try to schedule uh, tough opponents this year. It's just like, what they scheduled, the Indiana team that, that fell down towards the end of the year. They beat Notre Dame, who, like weirdly enough, would have been the other team or one of the other teams in consideration for this spot. I feel like so Cincinnati- you enjoyed this game. You felt like, wow, I got this see Cincinnati they were 13 and 0 wow they were a great team what a great ball game is that how you feel what is my enjoyment I'm have asking to, no, you what, what, what is me Martin Weiss my enjoyment are have you to on do? the radio today or no I am I'm, on I'm the radio you, today did you no. enjoy the game yay or nay not necessarily but I mean okay. I like I said I wouldn't have I expected this out of any team that was going to see Alabama after the way that they played in the SEC championship game that's what I was just expecting this out of whoever was going to play. This is the way this movie would have played out regardless of who was wearing the other jersey. I think that's but like I think that Cincinnati absolutely deserved to wear the other jersey though based off everything they did in the regular season. Simp- simply because they lost here by 21 points doesn't invalidate what happened for the since uh August of this year. No, it just validates what people have been saying that they really don't belong in the. They, they do really don't belong. belong. You know what they? If they didn't belong, then the team like Notre Dame, who would have been in that place, should have beat them. Then they, then they wouldn't have belonged. Like I don't understand. Like who else should have been there? Make the argument for anybody else, and there's holes in it. Cincinnati's the only one, because you know what is in their loss column? A zero with one hole, and it's only yeah, around the I zero. Know. But that's the only school when you look at some of the other. I can't remember the breakdown of the. Schools that they played that were common, and the difference was Cincinnati won by a combined score of uh, 20-something, and uh, Alabama won by a combined score of 90-something. There's a big gap in between those schools. So my point is that they're not on the same playing field, and, and it's, it, is, it a, is it a futile exercise, or is this real? Is, this, is, this, uh, is there a real chance that a Cincinnati can win. That's all. I'm not. They they played more. The chan- they didn't but get the embarrassed. chance that a Cincinnati can win is almost just as real. I mean, Cincinnati a, winning a national championship. You're gonna Cincinnati in winning a national championship in your is, lifetime. You're gonna watch Cincinnati win a college football championship. I don't I'm think I'll see you. Cincinnati. I mean, that's a that's a stupid bet to make that I will pick Cincinnati out of all these programs. I can't tell you what Cincinnati's gonna look like in five years. Yeah, but they were but 13 and 0 this no, year. But I'm telling you this though. I don't think it's it's a futile exercise in general because Alabama is always the best team. Right, so if you want to go to that argument, then nobody should play college football, and they should just award the the, the trophy to Alabama every single year. Well, every so often, expand the playoffs. Every so often, a double Sweeney will come through and and, and break through, and then what happens? Alabama comes right back. So should we expand the playoffs and let twelve or twenty four teams play after watch and more Cincinnati's in the the college playoff? This is the argument against opening it up because even some of the big boys get beat up by. Alabama and whatnot. So what are you well, why really Why don't we just doing? cancel the sport then, Rob, and just crown Alabama almost, already? There's a reason almost, to play the that's games. A, that's why that's you play the games. That's how it is. I mean, almost, and that's the sad part, is that there isn't a lot of competition when you get there. That's why having a bigger playoff doesn't make any sense to me. It well, just doesn't. It makes all the sense in the world to me because why would you not want to have more football? Why would you not want to have kids have more opportunity to compete for a title? If it's not going to be competitive and everybody don't have a chance to win, I'm not for it. I'd like right, to see some competition. Well, then I don't know why you watch college football then or even discuss it. Because I, it's I don't watch it that much for that reason. You're 100% I, mean, just, right. I don't understand what your you're argument right. is. It's like your argument is like the Yankees are too good 
So they shouldn't have the wild Yankees card teams in the playoffs. Yankees haven't won a World Series in 12 years. Or so whoever. That you, not a, a team is so good that they shouldn't even let no, wild card teams in. Why would they different. even care? Why? Would, football is ha, why? Because it's the same three or four schools. Come on, Martin. Don't act like it's some. Uh, it's a wide open. How many affair. franchises have won NBA Finals in the last twenty years? Uh, Ten. Really? Yep. Because I mean, like, it's it's you Ten. have. I mean, seriously, it's like I don't. Cleveland, understand. Golden State, uh, the Warriors. Which uh, is Golden State? I mean, Cleveland, the Warriors. Uh, I got a couple other on my. Uh, you missing Toronto? No, no, no. I said the last ten years. Listen, the last ten years. Yeah, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, San Antonio um, doesn't count. That's Milwaukee. Three. That's five four right there. Without no, even that's thinking. four, Rob. That's four. San Antonio won ten years ago, Martin. What are you talking about? All right. In any event, they won ten years ago. There's five right there. All right. The whole point of the whole point of what I'm trying to say is. All of those LeBron James was a part of, no? No, that, we're not going there. All right, let me move on. No, 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 no. The Eastern Conference was, was won by LeBron for, like, what, nine years straight, right? So why did they even play basketball in the East? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Did you get what you wanted? If you're not Did the you? best caller, don't even call in. You know what I'm Did, saying? Because we only want the Alabama of callers. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're an you, average caller, don't bother. Even if you went undefeated in the regular season. Did you get what you wanted with Cincinnati being in? Do you feel better now about college football? Because they let the little guy get in and compete with Alabama. How was it watching the six and a half yards of carry? Did you enjoy that? How did your uh, Doritos taste watching Alab- watching Cincinnati today. Are you happy now? College football opened it up and we got a taste of something different. We want to hear from you. It is the Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. I'm fired up on New Year's Eve. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay. Everyone watching garbage college football in the U.S. of A. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Welcome in on a funky flashback Friday. It is the Odd Couple, Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live! That's right, Bill. And real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Yes, Martin Weiss, what we got on the college football? Still 7 nothing. Yeah, still 7 nothing. George is driving. Again? Big, hey, don't worry about it. They're driving. <laughs> George is driving. It's all right. They went forward on fourth and three uh, in, in questionable territory. The receiver was open, but they, he's got to execute. That's the biggest thing with analytics going forward. And I know this is not, we don't have a segment on this, but as a quick aside, yeah, don't derail the all show. All coaches want to. All these coaches want to go forward on fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. I don't care as long as you make a play call and you have your guys go out there and execute the play. Don't go out there on fourth down and get a false start. Don't go out there on fourth down and have a ball and, and just miscommunicate. That's that. That's unexcusable to me. But in any event. 
There you go. That's my, okay. my 30 second rant. As somebody who had Chargers plus three versus Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Goodness ah, gracious. Hey, you sound bitter. I get it. I understand. All right, let's talk about the, the Seattle Seahawks and uh, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Pete Carroll. You know, they're out of the playoff race, going to have a losing record. They're 5 and 10. Ugly loss to the Bears, Martin. I mean, you know, I was watching that game at your crib. Mm-hmm. And uh, not a pretty sight. I was not happy. Had a chance to uh, win some shekels in that. And that was ugly. They were up 17-7 and wound up losing on a two-point conversion uh, at the end of the game. But uh, the future. Russell Wilson finally talked about the future and could this next game be his last game in Seattle. He said he hopes not. But we got sound. And remember, it was just a year ago, Martin, in the offseason, where he was belly aching, not happy with uh, not having input and where the team was going and directions and his uh, his camp put out teams that he would be willing to go because he has a no-trade clause in his contract. So wherever he goes, he has a say. Uh, let's hear Russell Wilson. You mentioned that you, maybe this could be your last game with the Seahawks in, in Seattle. Just, just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic and if that's something that's going through your mind at all, that maybe Sunday could be your last game at Lumen. I think that, you know, you never know. But I think that for me personally, I hope it's not. I was saying, I was saying, I hope it's not. But I was also also saying that in terms of the preparation, I also know that the reality is, is that it won't be my last game in, in NFL period. So every day you have to give everything you have. I get it. And there are people, Pete Carroll, Martin, you heard Pete Carroll basically say that uh, we could get this fixed and turned around. We don't need to rebuild, retool. That Jamal Adams trade was bad for Seattle, right? That didn't sure. work out. And and they they lost draft picks. They gave up draft picks. They need draft picks. The best thing that they offer is Russell Wilson to be able to get some draft picks to rebuild this. It's not the Legion of Boom anymore. That's been long gone. You ha- You can't live in the past and think, well, we're not that far. The, the NFC West is is a tough division as well. And it's great to have a quarterback, and I understand it. The, the, the naysayers are like, you may never get another star quarterback like Russell Wilson. And, and you're right. That could happen. But the way that the team is set up now, even having him, you're not going to win again. Well, and also too, can we play that sound one more time? If 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 we have you it didn't available, hear it? Yeah, no, I did. Your ears? I just want to just because I think we missed an important part of it. You mentioned that you, maybe this could be your last game with the Seahawks in, in Seattle. Just just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic, and if that's something that's going through your mind at all. That maybe Sunday could be your last game at Lumen. I think that you know you never know, but I, I think that for me personally, I hope it's not. I was saying so. If you notice, the reporter's question, I don't know his name at the moment, uh, forgive uh, forgive me, please. He said to Russell, you mentioned this might be your last game in Seattle. This was unsolicited. Russell Wilson brought up, you know, I heard you guys ask Bobby Wagner, who may retire at the end of the year, this may be your last game in Seattle. How do you feel about it? Russell Wilson goes up, who's actively planning on not retiring at the end of the year, as, as evidenced by the rest of that quote. He goes and says, I heard you guys ask Bobby about all that. Could it be your last game? Yeah, like, well, the thing about Russell Wilson, is he wants to get these messages out, but he doesn't want anybody to ever be mad at him. 
Right. Like that's, that's, that's that he's one of those guys. That's no what it is. It. That's all it is. He doesn't ever want anybody. He wants to, you know, he wants to be able to to have. I don't, not that he would ever lose any of these endorsements. Martin, you got a but, Michigan score update? No, I don't. We'll wait for Steve. We'll, we'll wait for the update at the <laughs> okay. bottom of the hour okay. to update the damn Michigan score. How about that? Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Now back to the matter at hand and Russell Wilson, who injured his hand earlier in this season. Goodness gracious! Can we stay on focus? You want to derail the show? Exactly. Okay. But no. But Russell Wilson earlier in the summer, he's he he has a no trade clause, but he gives his list of teams. That's like you know, if you're married, Rob, you don't talk about the the four or five women that you would break up with. You break up with your wife to go right, and be married. That I would marry. Right. No, you tell no, her if, like, if, yeah, that's this why doesn't work out a, between us. You know what? You know, Susie, your uh, coworker at the job. I I might get with her. Yeah. You know, I love this team I'm with right now. I love this woman I'm with right now. But hey, you know, if that one over there became available, I may. May have to reconsider. It's just like that's just that's first, but it's 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 absurdity, and the way that he frames it is in such a way that it's like, well, you know, I would really just love to be here, but you know, it might not. No one asked him if he was going to leave Seattle in this in this in this press conference. He brought it up. He doesn't want to be there. So I think that absolutely the Seattle Seahawks should be looking into trading him because it's, it's evident he doesn't want to be there. And here's the thing, I, you know, and if Pete Carroll's not with it. Bill Belichick just did it. He just said, you know, all right, they'd rather get rid of Brady a year early than a year too late, and and they took a hit last year, Martin. They didn't make the playoffs, but they're back. It, it's not like like it's the end of the world, and he's an older coach like Pete Carroll, and the Pete Carroll with this idea, if he's not interested, Martin, in rebuilding this and getting it back, then maybe he's not the coach. Maybe you need to go get a new coach and quarterback. But you need to do something with this franchise. I can't understand why people are so afraid to move off of people. It happens. Uh, The Indianapolis Colts, I mean, and and granted, Peyton Manning was injured. They could have waited for him and said, he gives us our best chance. We'll wait for his back to be fused back together, Martin, right? They could have. He came back and played. They could have waited for him. They didn't. Uh, the Packers didn't want to wait around for Brett Favre to make up his mind whether he's going to keep retire, unretire. They just said, oh, okay, good. We got Aaron Rodgers sitting here. He's been sitting here for three years. We believe he can play, and they went on their way. Brett Favre continued to play well. Remember, he went to the Jets, played well for them, mm-hmm. went to Minnesota, got them to the NFC Championship game before he threw that pick, that pick uh, late in the game to lose it. Tracy but, but he did get them there. Threw it to Tracy Porter. I'll never forget you remember that. Remember that? Play. Yeah, absolutely. So he threw it across his body. Just a terrible throw. Just, just a terrible throw. But also, it's just this to me. It seems like if you look at the rest of the NFC West and what the Seahawks are going to be competing against in the rest of the year, you, you have the perfect example. Matt Stafford was traded from the Lions to the to the uh, to the Rams, and and we're both we both have ties in Detroit. I mean, sure, there's some fans in Detroit who are like, you know, bump Matt Stafford. I don't care about what happens to him now that he's a Ram. But overwhelmingly, the average Detroit Lions fan is happy to see Stafford succeed. Wish that it happened in Detroit, but it's happy to see him succeed. You know, he went out there and he played He played hard for the time that he was a Lion. Did it all work out? No. But he was out there, he was doing his, he was, he was trying his best, right? And I feel like overwhelmingly that would be the response if Russell Wilson would just shut up and allow himself to be traded. Right. Instead of and just go to management and say, hey, man, you know, look, 
This isn't working. We don't have a first-round pick until, you know, my kid graduates from college because we traded him off for Jamal Adams. Uh, trade me. Go get some first-round picks. It'll work for Seattle. It'll send me here, and it'll all it'll send them to New Orleans, and it'll all be fine. Just what, go ahead. What do, you, what do you make of the list uh, uh, of these three places, the Saints, Pittsburgh, or the New York football giants. And that's got to be for wifey, the New York football giants. That that can't be because Gettleman is a bad GM. Joe Judge, I'd rather take uh, Judge Judy at this point. I mean, the giants are a mess. So that the giants are on his list can only be that they want to be in New York. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that could be the only reason. I think that's the aspect of it. Like similar reasons to why, we, you know, when LeBron came to Los Angeles, it's like, well, you know, he – probably can turn the Lakers into a championship contender, which they were for a while. And then he's a lot easier to make, you know, it's a lot easier to film Space Jam 2 when it's 20 minutes away from the house than it right. is, a, you know, a three-hour flight. So I can imagine that, especially Russ and, and with Sierra and her and her uh, business business ventures. But she can sing anywhere, I guess. But I, I, she's much more than a, even a singer at this point. Like in terms of Sierra's new music, I can't imagine that too many people are clocking for her newest single. She's more Sierra, the the the, the icon at this point. Where I'm sure she's making more appearances than anything. Uh, what team do you like? I mean, obviously you're from New Orleans originally. You grew up as a Saints fan. Uh, do you like the fit there? Pittsburgh has pieces. They have a defense. Uh, Pittsburgh's kind of a pretty blue-collar city. I don't know if Sierra and, and Russ would, would like that town. You know, it's, it's, it's an acquired taste, Pittsburgh. Have you been there, Martin? I've never been to Pittsburgh. It's uh, an acquired taste. It a, it's a, used to be a steel city. You know, like, it's blue-collar is what it is. Well, not ritzy the, at all. Well, at the end of the day, you know, the idea that Sierra is spending – you know, 300 days of the year, wherever Russ's team is, is at, is not realistic, right? That's not that's not happening. But, uh, like, she's probably it's probably over, only there during the football season at the most in general. But to me, just from a football sense, I know this. If I was a quarterback and I wanted a new team, watching this season, I watched the Saints hold Tom Brady to, not, to zero points, and they won the game nine to nothing. I, I, I see this Saints. Who defense. pitched that game? That was unbelievable. I but know. Exa- but exactly, that's like this: the games that the Saints are losing. This because literally they have the worst offense in football, if not, you know, if like for any team that's near contention. But like it's a per play basis, it's up there with the Jags and the Jets and the New Orleans Saints. And and two of those guys are starting rookie quarterbacks, and the other one's starting a tight end at quarterback. So there you go. You know, uh, but if I was a quarter, if I was a quarterback like Russell Wilson, I got three or four years left playing at the highest level I could expect, possibly could extend. You know, for four or five, depending on my situation, I'd look at Drew Brees and see how he just walked out of the door. And New Orleans is the easiest choice for me. Like yeah. not and not even not even on a homer thing. It's just it doesn't make any not sense. Not Pittsburgh though. I mean, they got a great coach, right? I mean, both coaches have won Super Bowls, right? I mean, sure. The, yeah. So you got that. I'm just trying to look at the the, the two sides. The, the uh, thing both about both have good defenses. Okay, but then you're looking. If you want to win Super Bowls, you go to Kamara's a better runner. They got a better running game. All right, situation. but then but also look at the competition. You're going to be in the same conference as Patrick Mahomes, as Justin Herbert, as 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 you know. So a lot of the new and up and coming arms are in the AFC. If you're in the NFC, sure you got Tom Brady. But if you play for the Saints, you might be able to knock him out before you even uh, get to the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And you, Aaron Rodgers in the a- NFC is uh, too as well, obviously. But he's getting he's 
we're talking about how old he is now, even though he's still playing at a high level. The NFC, to me, seems much more wide open over the next 10 years than the AFC does. 877-996-6369. Uh, you want to weigh in. What would you do if you were running the ownership GM front office in Seattle? Would you trade away uh, Russell Wilson? Would you fire Pete Carroll? Would you just retool and keep everything as is and add a couple pieces and with some tape and some glue and some ice pop sticks? I mean, what would you do to try to get this thing turned around in Seattle as they suffer through a miserable season and going nowhere fast? Uh, we'll hear from you next. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay if you're a Mr. Unlimited fan in the U.S. of A. Nice. Thanks for listening to The Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. And do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form... Rubbing it on, edibles, smoking it, whatever. Do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Chance for you to hop in. If you have had a hard time trying to get through the odd couple here on this New Year's Eve, we know people are preparing, watching some football, got a night plan. Just be safe tonight. Uh, be careful, but enjoy yourself as we bring in 2022. And Martin, I'm sure we got people who want to jump in on this conversation. We're talking about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. What do you do? How do you fix the future of this franchise? We want to hear from you. Let's go to Andre in Massachusetts. You're on The Odd Couple. What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Happy New Year, Rob. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, Andre. Uh, How- Martin. Thanks, you know, buddy. Happy New Year to you, too. Yes, indeed. But uh, if I'm the Seattle uh, Seahawks, I'm looking at what the L.A. Lakers were experiencing in 2004, even though I know you know Shaq and Kobe, they, they don't necessarily have that second fiddle. But I'm doing whatever I can if I'm ownership to convince Russell Wilson to stay and then to see how we can build this thing going forward. The fact of the matter is Pete Carroll, yes, 
good coach, did his things at USC, did his thing in NFL. He's 70 years old. So he's on the downside of his career. And, Rob, you're 100% right. There's a lot of money in Russell Wilson's contract that's tied up. But if I can find possibly a connection between him and a Byron Leftwich or him and an Eric Bietemi or who the right. next hot innovative coach is to pair those two together and to try to build that thing going forward. That's my best bet. I think Russell Wilson, obviously he has a lot of charisma, high Q rating. He has, let's, let's see if we can build something with with him as a player general manager and then a good head coach, rather than trying to start from scratch. You don't know who your next quarterback is going to be. Everyone thinks they can pick the next quarterback. We see how that's working out in Jacksonville. I think that's the safer bet. And to put the pressure, not the pressure, but to invest in Russell Wilson, to double down on him going forward at 33 years old in a league where you can play longer and longer versus a coach who, you know, he loves it. He has a youthfulness about him. But come on, you're 70 years old. How many more years in the tank uh, do you have left? Guys, thanks for taking the call so much. Happy New Year. We're going to... Keep it going into 2022. Appreciate it. Thanks for the support, Andre. We do appreciate you. 877-99 on Fox. Cameron in Indiana, you're on the odd couple. What you got, buddy? Yeah, hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So I got a couple of things for you. Well, let's say you find a trading partner for us. Uh, If you have Pete there, uh, are you guys still going to consider the problem solved or unsolved for the man what you're looking at, Russ wants what, essentially? More control of the offense? So you bring in somebody new, I mean, isn't he still technically going to be a problem? So me, I think you got to help him. Well, but wait, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, are you saying uh, Pete would like to run the football more than throw and Russ wants to throw it, let Russ cook? That was the rub. They've had a lot of success. They've gone to the playoffs almost every year. They've gone to two Super Bowls. Are you saying that you want to fire, just fire Pete Carroll straight out? I mean, I'd say trade Russ away and fire Pete Carroll. I mean, either way, the last dude was saying that he's, what, 70 now? So, I mean, you're looking at, he's up there. So, I don't really see a long-term future for either of them. So, either way, it doesn't look stable to me. So, you got to do both. So, I'd ask okay. the okay. most. That's fine. I get it. Clean house. Get rid of the coach and the quarterback. Well, the thing is, they got Russ's guy, the guy that he wanted as an offensive coordinator. Shane Waldron was the guy that Russ kind of handpicked to be the offensive coordinator. So it's not like the organization hasn't acquiesced to him. It's just not working out. Jeff in Virginia, you're on the you're on the odd couple. What you got? Jeff. Jeff in Virginia. All right. All right, let's go to John in Olympia. You're on the odd couple. I say let the guy go. Drop the cap on him. You mean let Russell Wilson? Russell, Russell. Okay, let him go. Go ahead. Let yeah, me hear why. Because he, he can't cook anything. Let him go. <laughs> drop the cap. Find, find the defense. Find the defense. Spend the money on other people. We're not going to win with him here. I, I will say my thing is if you if you are not going if you're not a type of quarterback that is going to solve all the problems. Aaron Rodgers, his offensive lineman, you don't know any of them. Bakhtiari's hurt. His replacement gets hurt. His replacement gets hurt. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is just chucking on down which, the field. Which is unbelievable. But uh, to right? me, I mean, but, and then, but like kind of like the same thing with the Tom Brady. Like For all those years that he was in, 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 in New England, the cast of characters around him was, was rotating in and out. But consistently, year in, year out, consistently, year in, year out, with Aaron Rodgers type guy, you're seeing the same result, right? You're seeing... 
year in, year out success. You haven't seen that, in my estimation, with Russell Wilson in the same exact way. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see the NFL in a, I'd like to see the NFL kind of like like come back a little bit on these, some of these salaries. Like Baker Mayfield is the next guy up. If he's if he makes the next forty fifty million dollar contract, the, the Browns are done. They can't pay like dude. I, there's so much money. I I I I can't get with you. I mean, the, the owners are making hand over fist. The players are just they're just getting their percentage more. No, That's I'm talking money's well, out well, there. Well, you want to talk about getting rid of the salary cap, and sit, then then I can have a conversation about that. But as long okay. as your salary, as long as your salary is is taking up a piece of a pie of a great of, and but, there's only so much. Your salary is part of a whole. Like yeah, but Aaron, that's like a every, phony. That's a phony it, system. All right, but it is the system owners. that it's a system under which we play the game. I understand. So that's the phony. system under which it's I'm phony. going to go ahead and no, it's not phony because it's real. It's real right now. It's, that's part of the reason why you can't pay a quarterback X amount of dollars because you're not going to be able to pay the rest of your team. Why they pay? Russell Wilson. That's what they paid him. All right, mean, well, I don't understand. I don't know if you understand the fundamentals of capitalism and then how yes. salary cap is anti-capitalist. But I don't know. I don't know what you want me to I'm, say. I'm if you pay your quarterback cap. forty million dollars, you fundamentally only have X amount of dollars from the rest of your salary cap to pay the rest of your team. That's how the NFL salary structure works. So whether you think it's wrong or right, that's just how it works. So that's what I'm saying. I think I would like to see either the salary cap go away or some of the – unless you are a guy that is able to solve all the problems for your organ, for your team on the field, like Aaron Rodgers, like a Tom Brady, like a Drew Brees was in his prime, then I don't think we should be offering quarterbacks that amount of money. I don't know. Okay. We've got another issue going on. I, I mean, I don't know what to do. I get it, but that's not up to the quarterback. That's for the team – to make those decisions, and a lot of them don't. They just pay Matthew Stafford with no playoff wins, and the Lions was the highest-paid player in the league, Martin. And then maybe he shouldn't have been the highest-paid player okay, in the league. The Lions shouldn't have saying. paid him as the highest-paid player in the league. But the reason that he had to be is because of the way the salary structure exists in the NFL today. I'm not understanding what you don't get, like what you don't, what you don't like about it. I, I just don't I, – I don't like the salary cap, but I'm not blaming the players. I blame uh, – let those guys go, but they won't do it. All right. Uh, you know what we got coming up. Are you ready? Coming up next, Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia. That's right, Martin. Why should you get to be waxed by me in this game? I can't wait. All right. It's time for Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, vegans and meat eaters, kale chip lovers, ruffle chip lovers, it's time. This game is so easy. For T-Shirts Tower of Trivia. All right, so uh, this is also my first time doing T-Shirts Tower of Trivia, so this will be fun. Um, Come on, Bo, you'll be good. Let's yes, do it. Alex, uh, Alex knows nothing of sports, so I believe the way it works is, uh, you can't be worse than Michigan's defense tonight. <laughs> Rob and Martin are going to go back and forth giving Alex one-word clues, and um, he will have to guess the answer. Cleveland I, Browns. I think we're going to start with Martin just because uh, no, yeah, one, let, let no one should go. have to watch what's going on in this Michigan game right now. So uh, the first question for Alex here is, uh, Alabama's nickname is the Alabama Crimson what? Uh, the one word clue I will give is water. Water. They were just on TV. I feel like don't you should talk know to this. him. After you give your clue, <laughs> step back. He doesn't know. I think sports. I know what you're leading to, Martin. And is that tied? Uh, 
It is tied. It is. It is tied. I yes. was going to say detergent. I that, was wondering if that would have helped. That me. was what I was going to use too. Uh, me too. All right. So the next one here. Uh, this quarterback attended Michigan before being drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft. So is it- the loat. Oh, that's got to be Tom Brady. Yeah. I love it. Everybody calls him that now. That's my moniker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one. Ah. Sh- this next one should be uh, should be pretty easy for Alex here. It's it's tailored for him. I'm ready. Yes, it is. I'm M- looking at this. Michigan shares its mascot with this famous member of the X Men. Martin. One word. Bubs. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, what? Werewolves. Come on. <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> no. Rob. Is, werewol- wow. is werewolves even a member? I figured you would know all the X Men. The X Men. You'd be uh, surprised. I'm more of an anime over superheroes. Did you hear my clue? No. Say it again. Sideburns. Wolverine. Yeah. I thought that you would have known that Wolverine called everybody Bubs. Did he? I guess. I that. See? That's like that's what happens when you think. Oh, I bad. guess. Uh, <laughs> I just this is a route. This is uh, Michigan, Georgia. This is a route. This member of the Cleveland Browns was on Georgia's last team to make an appearance in the national title game. I don't think that this is a fair question. How is he supposed to know the member of the Cleveland Browns? He doesn't even know the name of the Crimson Tide. That's true. Uh, hmm. Fat. Bayheim. That <laughs> <laughs> just came to mind. Yes. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. He'll he just. There's no way he's going to get the the full name of this. Can guy. I get a it's first or possible. last name, Teesbo? Yeah, you got it. We got it. Uh, oh, let me so get my I, clue. Let me get my clue first, and then I need a hint. Uh, yeah. No, let me get my clue. Okay. Uh, Barkley. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's supposed to help me, Rob. Barkley. Well, listen to what Martin said and what I said. Oh, uh, what's his name? Chubb, right? Yeah. I I'll take it. That doesn't count as a victory for Rob. Yes, we'll take <laughs> it. That doesn't count as a point for Rob. Let's go. We're running out of time. We're All right. One more. Let's get another Which one. Which fictional character? It's three, to, it's three to one, right? What, what is it? Yeah. No, it's two up. Because it doesn't count as a point for you. I got tied. You got Tom Brady. And then no one got three and four. That's no, I got Wolverine. Score. What are you talking about? I'm winning. <laughs> Which fictional character from this early 90s or from an early 90s movie played for Alabama? There, you go first, then, Parker. It's your go. You no, know, I went first the first four times. This game is rigged. All right. He was running. That's what? my clue. I don't care if it's three words. No, one word. <laughs> you got this game rigged. I'll play by my own damn rules. No, it doesn't he go like that. He was running is my clue. We allowing that one, Rev? Running? Yes, that's what I said. I was running. No, Life's no, like no. a box of chocolates. I'm go. going force on that one. Give me gum. Yes. Boom. I get that point. You better no, ding that, that bell. You cheated. All right. We we <laughs> just we ran out of time. We're going to do one more. Let's do one more. Let's well, let's do one more real quick. Uh, which bowl game is referred to as the granddaddy of them all? There we go. I don't know. I just hear Rob's music. Yes. One ten north. 
That's my. That's my. Uh, that's your clue. Yeah. Uh, one one word. North. Martin. Uh, t- the t- t- one ten north is a thing. It's one word. It's one word. I'm sorry. Is it? Yes. I have no. All idea. right. It's all over. Let, I'm the winner. Let's hear it. Pump it up. Turn this off. This is madness. Yes. What type of scam game is this? You know what? I refuse. I, hey, I want to recount. No I demand recount. the recount. Go Rob to the electoral Parker. colleges. Count them back up. Rob Parker's a fraud. This is fake hey, news. Too I, bad. I, I refuse hey, it is to the lose. odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. Yes, I'm winning again. Throw we'll the red challenge flag. Big Bill Vinovich missed the call. Nikhil Robey called NFL in the field with Tommy Lewis in the end zone. Stick and stay on Fox Sports Radio.